Hi, my name's Clayton, and you're listening to the Isaiah 43 podcast, where we explore how God has formed us, redeemed us, and how He calls us today. Each week, we will journey through Scripture to understand all that God has done and what exactly His call is for our lives today. Today is week 18, and back in week 16, I promised that this Apologetics Week, we would cover why we believe the Bible 2,000 years later. I guess, in a way, that's a fair enough question. Some people may argue, well, we don't base our morality, our livelihoods, and whatever else on any other ancient document, so why is the Bible any differently? Essentially, we ask if the Bible is still relevant 2,000 years later. I think many of our world, our culture, and our generation would say, no, it's not relevant anymore. Now, I take some issue with this. I could sit here and I could tell you what my answer would be. I could tell you my thoughts and why I disagree with their statement. But as with all the Apologetics Week, my goal is not to give you what I think on the topic. I aim to provide you with what God's inspired and errant and fallible word has to say, and what people far more intelligent than me have had to say on the issue. And that's precisely what we're going to do today. However, this is something we must start out with uh, first, and that is a word of prayer. So let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day, this glorious day that you've made for us. Whatever else is going on in our lives, just let us be reminded of your presence this day. In this moment of listening to your word proclaimed, this podcast, Lord, please let us feel your presence. Let us feel your hand on our shoulder in whatever it is we're going through. Let us remember that in you and you alone is our hope and our strength and our salvation. Lord God, in this podcast, in this episode, let us just remember that your word is eternal and it is true for all of time, not just 2,000 years ago when you spoke these words, but now, in this very day and age, your word is more relevant than ever. Please just continue to sanctify us and let us to bring glory to you in all that we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so we are, as always, going to start with what the Bible says about its eternal relevance. The Bible is timeless. The truth contained within the Bible will always be relevant. The Word of God is something that will never pass away. Jesus affirms this in Matthew twenty four thirty five, when our Lord says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. As we will come to explore more later, mankind will always be sinful and in need of a Savior. The apostles knew that the Word of God would be eternal because the world would always be in rebellion to God. They understood that God's Word will always be essential for the salvation of God's people for thousands and thousands of years. Simon Peter, referencing Isaiah 40, verse 8, wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25, Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God, for all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The flower withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. Knowing that God's word penetrating the, the hard hearts of mankind, the writers of Hebrew wrote, 
For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the divisions of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. You see, the author of Hebrews believed that the word of God is always living and always active. It will always shine a light in the darkness of the world. If they didn't think that, then they would have just said, well, the word of God is only really relevant for a few years, and then that's it. No, they said that it's living and active. And I tell you that 2,000 years later, the word of God is still living and active. And praise God for that. If it was not for the word of God still being active, then we would never know. There's only one and only one Savior for mankind, and that Savior is the one who took the cross to Calvary, suffered the ultimate wrath of God, and paid the price for our sins. Jesus' words will ring true for all of time. So yes, we know that God's word will always be relevant. It will always be necessary. And we must also preserve God's word and the truth of Scripture. We cannot allow it to be diluted by man-focused teachings. And the Jews were well aware of this. They were extremely diligent in their efforts to preserve the Scriptures so that they would never be lost. God's mercy, goodness, and awesomeness are something that the world can never forget. The idea of God's word always being relevant, important, and lasting for all generations isn't just a New Testament idea either. We already heard earlier that Simon Peter quotes Isaiah when saying that the word of God remains forever. But the psalmist of Psalm 136 writes in verses 1 through 9, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does great works, wonders rather, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who made the great lights, for his steadfast love endures forever. The sun to rule over the day, for his steadfast love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule over the night, for his steadfast love endures forever. And then in Psalm 119, verse 60, 160, we see that it is written, The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Now, I think you probably get the point. But one last thing I want to uh, make clear here is that the Bible affirms that it will always be important because it's already proven itself to be. In Genesis chapter 3, we see the great fall. God tells Eve that I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And then God turns to Adam and tells him, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and eaten of the tree which I commanded you, you shall not eat of. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for are of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now, does this not continue in our world today? It shows us that from the very, very beginning, mankind has not changed. Life has not changed. God's words to Adam and Eve continue to this day. Now, what do apologists have to say on this topic? Well, for that, I want to first turn to our first apologist. 
This apologist, his name is Josh Daffron. Dr. Daffron has spent two years as a missionary to Africa and has gone on to achieve a master's and a doctorate's degree from New Orleans Baptist Seminary. He lives in Northern Virginia and serves as the lead pastor at Centralville Baptist Church. Dr. Daffron writes a lot of blog posts and articles. One such article can be found on www.pathos.com. The article is titled, Why the Bible Still Applies 2,000 Years Later. In this article, Dr. Daffron writes, quote, Solomon tells us what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9. The names of the problems will continue, will, will change, rather, but the nature of the problems never change. Love, greed, sexual immorality, forgiveness, justice, mercy. These are all universal elements in the human story. As long as humans have existed, we've struggled with greed, fallen into temptation, aspired to goodness, coveted what we didn't have. The Bible isn't merely a guide for the 21st century. It's a revelation of the God who doesn't change to humans whose nature is essentially the same as it's been since the fall. The truths the Bible reveals are universal, standing the test of time, far weightier than the light and momentary wisps of modernity. It's a bedrock from which to build a life and legacy that will last far after our moments in the sun has gone. That's why the Bible will apply as long as Christ tarries from this earth. End quote. Now, I think he says it quite well. So I'll let us leave that and move on to the next and final apologist for this episode. And that would be Dr. Michael Brown. Dr. Brown has a Ph.D. in Near Eastern Languages and Literature from New York University and has been a professor at a number of seminaries. He's also written extensively with 40 books under his belt. He's also the host of the Line of Fire podcast. In an article on dailywire.com titled, Is the Bible Still Relevant?, Dr. Brown writes, quote, As long as human beings are on this planet, the Bible will be deeply relevant. That's because human nature has not changed, and divine wisdom never ages. The Bible speaks to the common issues of everyday life, from marital relations to work ethics, as well as to the grand cycles of life, from celebrating the birth of a child to mourning the loss of a loved one. The Bible addresses the most profound questions of humanity, including where is God when it hurts? And why do bad things happen to good people? The Bible is absolutely real, pulls no punches, exposes the sins of its heroes, tells it like it is. There is no airbrushing in the Bible. End quote. And Dr. Brown's article is phenomenal. It's well worth the read should you have the time. And let me read you one more excerpt from it, just to highlight that Dr. Brown goes on to prove the relevancy of the Bible today. Further in the article, he adds, quote, Are you passionate about justice? Then the words of the prophets are for you, from Isaiah to Jeremiah and from Hosea to Amos, especially if you hate religious hypocrisy. Do you care about the poor and the hurting? So does the Lord. Read his words in Matthew 25. Do you struggle with fear, doubt, or unbelief? Are you physically sick or going through an emotional crisis? Do you lack direction? Are you struggling in your marriage? Do you need forgiveness of sin? Are you looking to connect with God? For every human question, there is a biblical answer. That's so why the Bible is the world's best-selling book year in and year out. 
Despite growing skepticism in America and some other nations, billions still find the scriptures deeply relevant for good reason. The Bible is still the most well-preserved book from the ancient world and most carefully translated book of all time. As for those who think the Bible, biblical authors just copied ancient myths, read the famous Babylonian creation account called Enuma Elish, then read Genesis 1. It is the difference between night and day. End quote. Now, I hope Dr. Brown does not mind that I quoted so much of his article. But I truly think it is exceptional work and a perfect response to those who say the Bible is no longer relevant. Because the truth is, the Bible is relevant. I often find this claim rather ironic, in a way, I guess. Because it's because of Christian morality, thoughts, and values that have helped shape the Western world and so many other countries. We have not always lived up to that standard, and it is apparent in our day and age that many want to abandon these beliefs altogether. We cannot allow that to happen. The word of the Lord lasts forever. It is so important. We must continue to fight the good fight and believe in the word of God. As it is written, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, until I see you again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless.